What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 189th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Travis. How's it feel, Steve? How's it feel <laughs> being made to wait like you did to me today? All this nonsense about, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be home in 35 minutes and then we can record. You know what? You know what, Steve? It's like an hour and a half later than that. Not really. It's only about an hour, and I'm not actually mad, but I needed some joke to do at the beginning of the show, and there we are. Did you order your pizza, Travis? I had lasagna today. All right. That sounds good. But warmed up some frozen lasagna that I'd made earlier. A little bit of leftovers? Exactly. All right. Uh, speaking of food, since we haven't done healthy living in a while, oh. I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm starting Soylent. Yeah, I'm I'm not in a good spot. Healthy <laughs> living. Uh, I'm starting Soylent 2.0 tomorrow. Have you heard about that? I haven't heard about 2.0, but I know what Soylent is. Okay. For for our listeners, uh, Soylent is like space food. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's designed for it's like a, a a meal replacement shake. So don't think of it of like a like Slim Fast or anything because you can't live off Slim Fast, but you could live off Soylent. It's like a whole meal in a liquid form. Um, so I went 2.0 is, it's already bottled for you. So I went like 1.0 and 1.5. You needed to like powder and mix it and I'm lazy. So I'm, I ordered 12 bottles. Uh, I'm getting them tomorrow night. I'm actually really excited and I hope that I like the way it tastes. It's like $2 and 50 I mean... cents a bottle. <laughs> so that's cheaper than most meals. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm, and I'm sure everyone who's ever talked about Soylent has talked about this, but why did they think it was a good idea to, and I guess, spoiler alert for the film Soylent Green upcoming, why did they think it was a good <laughs> idea to name their product, their their food product, after a film where the twist at the end is, the Soylent Green thing they've been eating is human beings. Why did anyone think that it'd be a good idea to sell a food product that shares a name with a fictional thing that's real people that you're eating? And I guess now that I'm realizing there's a similar thing with, spoiler alert, for Children of Men, the fantastic, fantastic... Um, who directed that movie? That was uh, uh, the guy who did the third Harry Potter movie, Steven right? Steven Spielberg. No, no. No, it's the guy who did like the third Harry Potter and Gravity and stuff. Uh, Brad Pitt. Yes, directed by Brad Pitt. Um, <laughs> but that movie has a thing. And is it Alfonso something? Alfonso Kiran. You're right. You're right. That that movie has a thing called uh, Quietus, which they, they advertise as some sort of like medicine for like old people, but then you find out. Uh, that it just it kills you, so they're killing off all the old people because they become a too much of a burden on society. It's either that or it's like sounds like real life here. I can't remember how exact. I can't remember the details of that movie. But then there's a there's a drug that's supposed to help for tinnitus, the ringing in the ears thing. That's unfortunately called the quietus, <laughs> which I don't think anyone should be buying after we saw what it did to those old people in that movie. Sorry, this is me going off on tangents about things that are unfortunately <laughs> named after things in dystopian fiction, specifically movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> um, we got a pretty chill show for you guys today. We got a, a, a little bit of news. 
and then we have some listener emails that we're going to go over, and then we're going to do Pokemon of the Week. So kind of a shorter show. I say that now, but Travis and I are pretty good at rambling, as you can hear, mm-hmm. see from the first four minutes. Uh, I'm going to be recording the next episode, actually, tomorrow night. So I don't know if there's going to be a lot of news between now and tomorrow. I highly doubt it. But um, I'm going to be gone this weekend, so to ensure that you guys get a podcast uh, this upcoming weekend, I'm going to record tomorrow night, get that out of the way, and then uh, to celebrate, and then there will be another, that should be the last, that should be the fourth podcast of the month. I'm just double checking here. Yep. And then to celebrate Halloween, I will be doing a bonus fifth episode for you guys. And it will be uh, something unlike our normal show. It'll just be a special Halloween episode. And uh, hopefully that will be out that um, that last week of October. And that's just a bonus episode for you guys. So hopefully you enjoy that. It should be like 20, 30 minutes long. Something short, uh, supplemental to the normal show. With that being said, let's jump into some news. Very short news week here. Let's start off with some Pokemon Go. People are still excited about that, right? I think so. I haven't heard anyone talk about it actually, but it's, it's probably. Still, yeah, it still makes news every now and then. So the yeah. Pokemon Go developers uh, just received $30 million in investments from both Nintendo and Google. Mm. Uh, Niantic, which is the company that uh, used to work for Google and made Ingress and now is doing Pokemon Go, received massive fundings from Nintendo and Google in order to fast track the development of the game Pokemon Go and make room for expansions. Expansions, that's interesting. That probably indicates that we are going to get just the first 151 Pokemon when the game launches, and then probably the expansions are going to be the other generation Pokemon. Yeah, the, uh, I, I believe so too. Uh, the developer of the upcoming game for mobile platform, uh, under the deal, the company has the company's invested $20 million upfront. So we don't know what the split of who donated what or who invested what here. Between Google and Nintendo, uh, so twenty million upfront, and then an extra ten million uh, upon achieving certain mile of milestones related to the launch of Pokemon Go. Uh, this helped move Nintendo's stock by four percent. Apparently, Japan is just as excited, and I don't think there is a release date still. Nope. Uh, but a fun fact is Niantic currently has 30 employees and is set to double in size by next year. So we got 30 because people working. Because of that investment, is, is that why they're doubling probably? Uh, yeah, it could be. Or it could be that, uh, yeah, well, I mean, giving somebody more money doesn't really make them work faster. I mean, it could. Right, you need to hire more people. Yeah. Anybody looking for a job, uh, Niantic's hiring. <laughs> Hope you like Pokemon. That sounds like an alternate. That sounds like... That sounds like uh, what Bear Tick would evolve into. Neantic? And it's like, because it has like Neon as a Neander, Neanderthal, so it's so it has sort of like a cave human-esque look yeah. to it, Neantic. So it's upcoming. Spoiler. You like uh, Wi-Fi tournaments, Travis? I've never actually participated in any of the Wi-Fi ones. I, <laughs> I would always put so much effort into the when i when i did play competitively a lot on the cartridge i would always put so much effort into my vgc team that when the wi-fi tournaments would roll around it'd be like i already did the the physical tournament that felt more important <laughs> i don't know but i but i completely it's really cool and i'm glad they do them but it's never really attracted me yeah well you can miss another one this one yeah. is called the scrappy Scr- skirmish 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 
Uh, it is a uh, Wi-Fi competition uh, that will uh, grant 1,000 Pokemiles to all participants. Uh, this competition was the winner of a poll taken in September. Oh, cool. Uh, of what comp- what players actually wanted to play. And uh, you will be able to register on November 5th. And registration ends on November 12th. Competition will begin on November 13th and end on November 15th. Rankings will be available late November 50,000 spots, as always. And then the whole uh, Age Rage division happens. The bunch of Pokemon cannot be used. Uh, they are a bunch of legendaries. I'm trying to see if anything stands out. No Kyrium, no Hoopa, no Darkrai, no Rayquaza, no Jirachi. So it looks like pretty much all the main ones. Uh, the following... Uh, Pokemon that were in the tw- top 12 previous battle double battles uh, may not be used. So any Pokemon in the top 12 of, I believe, this past month are not allowed to be used. Oh, strange. And they're also banning Venusaur, Charizard, Pikachu, Gengar, Kangaskhan, um, and a bunch of other popular ones as well. Heatran, Cresselia, Amoongus are all banned as well. Mm. Um, and that's about it. It's going to be uh, double battles. Pokemon sets level 50. You can battle 10 times a day, 30 times for the whole competition. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So it looks like it is just a double battle designed to not use popular Pokemon. I like that a lot. That's really cool. Yeah. That sort of indicates that they're listening. I mean, it cer- certainly indicates that um, they're willing to do something similar to Smogon's structure. The reason Smogon has always been so successful is because um, there are so many different ladders and, and different um, tiers tiers to play on because the game does get boring if you're constantly playing against the same Mega Kangaskhan every round. So it's cool that at least the part of the Pokemon... I assume it's the Pokemon company, not Game Freak, that puts on the tournaments. It's cool that... It's cool that they're willing to admit that, you know, some of these Pokemon are used so much that we should have an avenue where some of our <laughs> other cool Pokemon can get yeah. some spotlight. That's really neat. It, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm assuming the Pokemon company does all those organizations and stuff. Game Freak probably just works on the game and then ships yeah. it. Or they make games for Sega for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and then they're terrible. Huh. Was that the the elephant thing? Yeah, the elephant game. I did not like it at all. I really tried. It's not good. Uh, last bit of Pokemon news here is PokemonCenter.com has more merch for you all. That means more item of the week. <laughs> if you uh, if you guys like uh, Team Magma or Team Aqua, you can now pick sides. By picking sides, you can purchase either some socks, uh, some cups, or some belt buckles. Oh, that's cool. I want to see the belt buckles. Yeah, they're uh it's it's on the homepage, right? When you go to PokemonCenter.com, it'll the little banner will take you right there. I don't know if I have a preference in this. I guess Team Aqua. I think I like uh water Pokemon way more than I like ground Pokemon. I like the the aesthetic of Team Aqua a lot more. Yeah. Uh but there you go. Pokemon Center's still pumping out new stuff week after week, so either Either they were doing really well, or uh, they're just desperate to grab somebody's attention with something. I like the Team Aqua belt buckle. <laughs> it is real sweet. Yeah. Probably makes it nice. easier if you wanted to cosplay for Team Aqua or Team Magma this Halloween, if you picked up one of these belt buckles. Do you call it cosplay if it's Halloween? Uh, 
I guess just costume? Yeah, if yeah. you want to costume as. I'm not I'm not a costume person, Travis. What? Hard to believe. I'm actually not that surprised. <laughs> uh were you as a kid? Did you ever have a Pokemon costume as a kid? Mm, I think one year I did go as Ash. It yeah, must have been I, think I might have too. It must have been fifth or sixth grade, which was yeah. like ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah. That was probably like my last Halloween too, before it was like Oh, it's uncool to dress up. And then once you get to like late college or late high school, early college, it's like, oh, dressing up is real cool. Let's play <laughs> beer pong. And I'm like, no, thank you. So much beer pong. I just never play. It's just, it looks so, I guess I was forced to play a few times. And don't worry, kids, just drinking water. Yeah, I yeah, I don't drink at all, but there's they just play it even... with water and. Even for the uh, the game itself, there's something kind of gross about throwing a ping pong ball that will probably land on the floor and then somebody it, picks it up and throws it into a cup that you're supposed to drink out of. Yeah, that's that's one part of it that, that's annoying. Also, it's just not fun. <laughs> also, I'd rather just play Pokemon. Yeah. Or anything else. Like, give me a good game of chess. Yeah. How about some Catan? I despise anything that takes physical activity. I would rather play basketball than beer pong. <laughs> I would rather I would rather Shoot head on hoops. over to the gridiron and and play some American football <laughs> than play beer pong. I think that's fair. So boring. Maybe it's just because I'm really bad and I. I don't know if I've ever actually gotten it in the cup before. <laughs> I've only played like two times. And I think both times I missed every single shot. Like a pro. You gotta start somewhere, Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's it for news. Like I said, very short news week. We're getting Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon next month, I believe. Woo! I don't know if I'm going to pick that up or not. Uh, oh, I am. But I will be watching reviews and well they actually might send me a review copy. They they always send it late. Like they sent Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire to me like the day of. Oh really? Know. Yeah, it's not really helpful. Yeah. We'll see though. I have to email them. Uh let's tackle some listener mail here. Well, let's start off with a non Pokemon email. Uh this is from Anthony H. Random non Pokemon email. One of the guys on this week's Marvel podcast, I believe, randomly said, Red Vines are disgusting. I think he listens to your podcast, because I couldn't stop laughing when he said it, and I instantly thought of SBJ and Will. Uh. Will's not here to defend himself. Have you said that you liked Red Vines or Twizzlers better? Me? Uh, They're both disgusting. No human being should eat licorice. (laughs) It's the most... Terrible taste on the planet. I'm really negative today. I think I am actually mad at you for making me wait. And it was, and maybe that's just coming out in my burning deep down and licorice. The listeners don't know how last minute I planned these episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's, and this one in particular was pretty last minute. Right, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm real. I had a bad weekend, Travis. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nothing went as planned. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul O writes in, Hey, everyone. I love listening to your podcast when I run. 
In fact, just the other day, uh, in one of your episodes, you were talking about a 5K, and Will was like, oh, no, man, you run 10Ks. The funny thing is, I was in the middle of the 10K when I heard that. So that's <laughs> that. Thanks for doing that. You guys are the best Pokemon podcast out there. No that's question cool. there. But thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. Uh, I've only run a 5K before, and only once. But I did, I did enjoy it. Maybe when I uh, get my Soylent in, I'll feel the need to... <laughs> Run some more. Let's see here. This is from Lucas D. Uh, he writes in and says, I feel left out. I can't play Destiny. Can I play Smash or some other games with you guys? Mm. Play Hearthstone with me. I kind of stopped playing League of Legends, but if a listener wants to play with me, I will. <laughs> is that all you're playing? Just those two? You used to play a lot of Showdown, but then you stopped as well, right? I still play Showdown occasionally, not as much as I used to, but yeah, Pokemon Showdown, I'll play. The, I'll love to play that with anybody. Um, I've been more into tabletop uh, games lately, like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Yeah. Which, that would be fun, getting together. Uh, so, I think we've talked about this in the show before, that the fan-made, um, and there might be two, and I've only read one, the fan-made Pokemon tabletop RPG is like... Uh, byzantine and how long and confusing it is you have to i think have i talked about this on the show uh very briefly if you have that the way it works is it's set in sort of like an alternate pokemon universe where trainers fight alongside their pokemon kind of weird that you would imagine some sort of ash ketchum analog like beating up a carnivine but that's what happens in this world. So not only do you have to make a uh, the equivalent of like a D&D character sheet for your character that you're playing as, the trainer you're playing as, but you also have to make character sheets for the six Pokemon in your party. And so you have, unlike in D&D, where you're like, okay, I have a sheet of paper that has some numbers on it. I tell the, the DM what I want to do, and they tell me what number to care about when I'm rolling these dice with the Pokemon RPG. It's like, okay, I have a stapled packet of seven pages. I need to know each one because I need to know what, what each of my Pokemon are capable of and how it synergizes with my strange trainer powers and how... <laughs> so it seems kind of unplayable. I would love to do something like that with listeners. That would be really fun over Skype or something. Yeah. But we'd have to find a system that's not as... At least to me, it looked overcomplicated, but find a system that doesn't look as hard i would love to do that with people right uh so if you remember greg who was on the show mm-hmm. uh he runs a lot of D D games he's been doing it for years he's actually working on a pokemon D for us oh really yeah oh that's that's great yeah so uh, i love D. Yeah. we were gonna do it on probably twitch and uh it, it's been a bit delayed just because um the other podcasts i started doing i'm just trying to get that yeah. like streamlined right now count me in for that because (laughs) i have not because usually when i play i i dm because i know the rules better than a lot of my friends and i don't mean that in a weird way it's just i'm because you're better than them yeah because i'm better than all of my friends um and so i have really been wanting to play a character in a role-playing game and i haven't been able to because i've been dming yeah so we're trying to we're trying to like nail down a night and we're trying to nail down players and uh greg's obviously writing 
or writing the campaign is that the proper D and D term? Yeah, you could say that, or you preparing the campaign. Sure, or, but I think writing is what most people would say. Okay, and then I think we're maybe going to do it on Thursday nights. Uh, I don't that have sounds confirm- perfect. I don't have I actually know it sounds terrible with my schedule. Well, there'd be a few weeks I would have to miss, but um, but uh, yeah, uh, th- that's going on in the Slack group at least of uh, just like minor chit chat about it. Nothing set in stone yet, but that'd be amazing. It'd be great. Great to do because I haven't I've yet to experience a full D and D thing and um yeah the big thing is just you know getting reliable players and getting yeah. a set schedule. So, but to more accurately answer the listeners' question, Hearthstone League, Pokemon Showdown, um, what else do I play? Minecraft. I'll I'll play that with people. We used to have a Pokemon podcast Minecraft server way back in the day, and that was a lot of fun. We could uh, probably not set up another server because it took a lot of work from Kay's part because Kay had to do all of that um but we could we could figure something out with that too yeah uh the only yeah uh I used to play a ton of Mario Kart 8 that was like a nightly thing Mm -hmm. over a year ago I don't play I don't play Smash or anything online and gosh forbid I don't play Pokemon (laughs) (laughs) but uh but I still do play a lot of Destiny probably probably five nights a week um so yeah, I'm I'm still on the Destiny bandwagon. I don't know if you're gonna be able to get me off it, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of hard to hard to play with unless you're playing Destiny. Let's see here. This one is from Sebastian. Hello guys, I'm a fellow podcaster, and I'm looking to get the word out on my podcast. I have two shows: one weekly, one is about anime and anime fandom. The other is not out yet, and still brainstorming in the still in the brainstorming phase. So here's my question. Do you guys do promos on your show? Uh, I think we just did. <laughs> Listen to the anime show every week at whatever time because podcasts don't air at a specific time. Just point your favorite podcast catcher to what this show is called. <laughs> uh if where do I set my promo and what do you guys play it? If that's something you'd be wanting money for for the set plug. Uh, I know this is a little unorthodox. I recently found your show and I like it. I like uh, learned about new Pokemon and Mega Evolutions. Uh, look forward to hearing from you, Sebastian. Yeah, we've played stuff before. We've done like Foot Cardigan and Squarespace and uh, Audible and some other stuff. And we did the Laser Time podcast as well. Um, so we're definitely open for promotions. We're pretty popular in iTunes. I tweet every now and then when we're up high on the charts. So, yeah, if if you're running a show, uh, this goes to anyone. If you're running a podcast or you're running something and you want some promotion, uh, we are definitely open to that. Uh, you could probably, the easiest way to contact me uh, where I don't lose track of it is sbj at pcamandcast.com. And you can uh, use that to email questions or uh, if you want something promoted or uh, if you want to give us money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything like that but uh yeah we're open to that uh next question here from michael we're just running through questions uh from michael v uh do you think there are going to be any shiny pokemon in pokemon go oh that's a good question i didn't think about that uh, uh i'm gonna say no i think if they want to if they did it right they would definitely include 
shiny Pokemon because that plays so well into the concept, right? That like if you're all if there's sort of this communal play within a space, the idea of sometimes you need to go back to the same place in order to find the more rare version of it, like that's the way to do it is including shiny Pokemon. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think they would do it. I think they're going to do this game right, and I think they're going to include shiny Pokemon. That's, that's very positive of you, Travis. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm getting over this whole you making me wait thing. <laughs> I think I got out all my anger on Red Vines and Twizzlers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the only reason I say no is because I feel like they already have so much on their plate. And I don't know if that's yeah, another. but like changing the color of a few Pokemon <laughs> and, and saying it shows up one trillionth of the time. Yeah, we do hard. I would. I'm not saying that I wouldn't like it. I would absolutely yeah. love shiny Pokemon. The thing that annoys me in the main series game is that oh, just follow these steps to guarantee yourself a shiny Pokemon. Really stops making them uh, special. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go Are you to saying like the. Excuse me, like the train fishing things. Yeah, things like that. yeah, yeah. It's just like when you, go, again, when you go I, to like nationals or regionals and you see everyone competing at the top level, they all have shiny. Is it oh, really? Because they're all so they're all usually like RNG manipulated. <laughs> right, but... right. But that definitely takes away the from the special specialness that is a shiny Pokemon. Right. I thought you meant like sort of the new methods where they're making it easier to to find them without RNG manipulation, like through um. Like in fourth generation, they had like the Pokey Radar. They have a very similar thing in yeah. Horus with the uh, um, I don't know. It's the Pokey Radar in Horus. What was it called in the? Was it not called Pokey Radar? That's what the new thing is called in Horus, right? I think so. So there was another thing that was similar to it in Gen Four that um, the X X Scan Receiver. No, that's not it. I don't know, but. Um, but anyway, I think things like that are cool that make it easier in the sense of if you do a complicated and difficult thing, you're more likely to see a shiny, but, um, but yeah, I agree that it's sort of unfortunate that people game the system with RNG manipulation and it sort of cheapens the experience. Cause I was really happy when, when they added the chain fishing method to do it because other than promotional and I've played Pokemon for a very long time and i've played each game for countless hours and yet i have never just happened upon a shiny not once oh i'm in the same boat other than pokemon events other than you go to the event you go to the vgc nats and they give you a shiny <laughs> like uh larvitar yeah um other than that I have never seen one other than that in chain fishing. Uh, last, let's do one more email here. We still have a bunch. We have a big backlog. So I appreciate you guys sending in your emails. Um, we'll probably do another email show uh, tomorrow, which would be next week, just because we have so much and uh, there's no news. Uh, so last email for the day is from Jesse K. Um, says, hello, just stumbled upon your podcast. Liking it so far. Been jumping around to different episodes. Is there an effective way to search for your podcast contacts? Your titles are not the most helpful. LOL. <laughs> uh, I am looking for episodes where the EV training is discussed. I just listened to one regarding IV training, and I wanted to know if you guys had to, anything to say about EV training. Also, are there any episodes in general that you recommend I check out? 
Oh boy, I don't know when we'd... Uh, Just stop listening to the show, it's not worth it. <laughs> I think... So, uh, the the episode that stands out in my head the most for EV training is titled The Judge. Yep. And mm-hmm. I do not... No, 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 that's, that's for breeding, because that's that's IVs. Oh, is that IVs? Because cause it's the IV judge who judges the... Okay, the potential I, of your I know program. that's when we well, that's when we focused on it the most. So whatever episode that is, like three episodes before and three episodes after, is probably going to be your best. Because um, that in- is the IV episode, but I think you're right that around there we probably talked about yeah EVs as well. Uh, but I guess as a, just a general, we could just go through a a quick description of it, right? Yeah, sure. Do you want to tackle that? I feel like I'm talking a lot. Yeah, sure. So. Um, so real real basic understanding of it is that um you can have so IVs are the are the values are individual values is what it stands for um and those are picked uh, those are generated when the pokemon is hatched or caught and those are going to be a random number from 0 to 31 you can just think of those as like genetic they're genetically passed down in your breed there's a whole bunch of ways to guarantee that you get good ones but that's not what we're talking about. The other one is EVs. That's effort values. And and that's the reason why you can have two Pokemon, exact same level, exact same nature, and same IVs, and their stats are different. The way EVs work is when that Pokemon gets experience, it also, which you don't see this when the battle ends, but when it's getting experience, another hidden value is going up, and that's the effort value. And the effort value goes up depending on which Pokemon gave it that experience. So, for instance, if your Golurk fights a Golbat, uh, I don't know why I picked two Pokemon that just start with Gold. There's no reason. It's just the only other Pokemon I could think of <laughs> on the spot. So, if your if your Golurk is fighting a Golbat, then your Golurk is going to get two Speed EVs. A total of four Speed EVs equates to one stat increase uh, by level 100. There's a cap on EVs, and that's 254, although because uh, only every four EVs counts towards a stat point, the real maximum that you would want to have is 252, because those extra two don't actually equate to an additional point at level 100. So, uh, So that's the cap for each particular stat but then there is a total of oh gosh what's 254 times two um 508 right yep yep 508 uh total regardless of which stat you put it in that's the total cap you can have um so a lot of the times you're gonna be maxing two stats especially on offensive pokemon so something like speed and attack would both have 252 evs and then you would uh, either put the remaining four in health defense or special defense. Uh, rarely are you going to have Pokemon that has attack and a 252 attack EVs and four special attack. Um, the easiest way to do that uh, currently in, in Auras is to use uh, Horde Battles. You can look online for places to do that. Um and the and the way to make sure you're always getting a horde battle for every encounter, um, you can just check online. There's lists a whole bunch of places. The reason you want to do horde battles is because you're, if you're KOing six Pokemon in a turn, that's a six times return on the EVs you're gonna get. 
items like uh, the power item, so power lens and power bracer, I forget what they're called, but all the uh, power items equate to one of the stats and they add an additional four EVs, I think it's four, it's either four or five, um, to that, to the, to the, excuse me, to the result of the EVs you're getting and then uh, the other way you do it, the other thing you want to make sure is that uh, you grab Pokeris either just randomly from getting it in the game or getting it from a friend. And I guess we can talk about Pokeris in another episode. But um, <laughs> so that will double the amount of EVs you're getting. Um, and so it you can't see in the game how those EVs are affecting things. But if you just write it down on a piece of paper, you can keep track of uh, how many EVs you've put into each book? Fashion paper. Mm-hmm. Did I make any sense, Steve? Oh yeah, I followed. Surprisingly, I understand EV training. I just hate doing it. Yeah, it's not as bad now. Uh, you, you probably did it most in like Gen like four when we were going, or Gen five when we yeah, were like black and nets and stuff. Yeah, yep. so much easier with horde battles. It takes like half a second. Yeah, I EV trained Jellicent, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, as for uh, the second part of your question, uh, as for episodes you should probably look for or catch with, catch up with, I think uh, just three episodes ago, uh, episode 186, we had an interview with Jake Paik, uh, who is the voice actor of Professor Sycamore. I think that's a great one. Such a good episode. Yeah, I loved that interview. And there was a really good one with, I want to say it was episode 150. Just trying to verify. Yep. Uh, episode 150, we had uh, Joe, the webmaster of Serebion, uh, which is a great episode. Joe's an awesome guy. Uh, and he runs a very popular Pokemon website. Go figure. Huh. Uh, otherwise, those are the two that kind of stand out at the top of my head. I know we were we were originally gonna make I was originally gonna make a like a favorites playlist on uh, SoundCloud for people who do oh, just like s- start listening, but I haven't figured out the like right combination. Like right now, I could tell you that the interview with Jake would be on that. Um, yeah, but yeah, those and every are, episode with me. Yeah, I just listen. Yeah, every episode with Travis. If you yeah. see Will's name, skip it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, just explore. I think I think a lot of our episodes hold up pretty well, uh, at least for comedy purposes. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, well, we'll uh, we'll tackle some more uh, emails next time. Um, but if you want to send in your email, uh, don't hesitate to do so. It is sbj at pkmncast dot com, or uh, just head over to Pokemon Podcast and hit that contact button. That's going to take uh, your emails to the same place, aka my inbox. Are you planning on responding to all these emails and saying, hey, we answer your question on the newest show because it sounds like this person is jumping around so they wouldn't necessarily hear the answer yeah, to the question? Yeah, I'll respond to this one specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I usually try to tell them that it's going to be on the next episode or something, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do our Pokemon of the week. Uh, we are sticking to the spoo- spooky uh-huh. theme. There you go. That's the spirit. That's that October spirit. <laughs> Do you think Banette is spooky? I think so. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a ghost Pokemon, so automatically it is. Auto spooky. Spoopy. 
Um, let's see here. Let me read a little bit about Bennett for those that are driving in their car and cannot picture the spookiness. Bennett is a dark gray doll-like Pokemon that is possessed by pure hatred. It has three short spikes on its head and a long zigzagging ribbon trailing off the back of its head. And a long zigzagoon trailing <laughs> off the back of its head. You're on the spookiness. <laughs> a zipper acts as its mouth and it has purplish pink eyes with slit pupils. Its long, flat arms have three-fingered hands, while its legs are short and stubby. It has a yellow, bush-like tail. Being driven to life by a powerful grudge, it, it, it keeps its life focused safely in its body by the means of its zipped-up mouth. If unzipped, it would lose its energy. It lays curse, curses on others by using its body as a voodoo doll and sticking pins in itself. It lives in garbage dumps and dark alleys where it Me searches... Me too, I also live in garbage. <laughs> Very spooky as well. Mm-hmm. Where it searches for the person that threw it away before it oh! became a Pokemon. Those Pokemon are so spooky. All of them when you read there. I want, I want a... I want a ghost Pokemon that has just a really, really happy and cute Pokedex entry. Like, you look at Yamask, and you're like, oh, it's a little adorable, like, uh, mummy thing. Nope, that's that's a human ghost, and it's wearing the mask of the person it used to be. <laughs> Holy poop. That's scary. Like, I want one that looks cute, so I want, like, your your pumpkaboos and your gorgeists and they don't want to steal your soul like Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist. I just want a cute, friendly ghost. Can we get on that <laughs> game, Freak? What if you had a Ditto that turned into a ghost Pokemon? It's just not the same. That's true. <laughs> uh, we we got Bennett with base stats of 455, uh, 115 being in attack, and its weakest being in special defense at 63, speed at 65, defense at 65, HP at 64, special attack 83. Um, and then, of course, worth, it is worth mentioning that, that it has a mega evolution, and the base stat total for that is 555, HP 64, attack 165, defense 75, special attack 93, special defense 83, speed 75. Do you got a move set for this? Uh, do people run Bennett? I feel like they don't. No. Um. In, in things like the uh, like the what was it? The Scrappy Challenge. Scrappy's scrimmage. Yeah, I. It's possible. Um. It's. It's tough with these sort of um utility Pokemon. These sort of support Pokemon because, um. It's so based on moveset that whatever Pokemon has the best moveset for the the meta at the time is going to be, um, like, why would you ever want to use any other support Pokemon? Because this one has all you need. Like, there was a while where there's no point in running any other support Pokemon other than Klefki because it was just so good because of the move pool. But the thing that makes... And, I mean, you'd almost always want to run Mega Banat over just base Banat because... Uh, of the prankster ability uh, that Mega Banat gets, but it's 
an awkward Pokemon to make work because its highest stat is its attack. So you want to use that. 165 is huge. That's a huge attack stat. Prankster only works when you're using... Prankster is an ability that uh, gives non-damaging moves increased priority uh, plus one. So something like Quick Attack. Not like Quick Attack would be affected by Prankster, but Prankster would make non-damaging moves like quick. act like they were Quick Attack, right? Um and so it's very hard to build a moveset for Mega Banat because it'd be wasteful to not use that 165 attack. But you also want to have a few non-damaging moves, so it becomes sort of diff- difficult to build for. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> it's what we do here, the difficultness thing. Yeah, so what I'm going to recommend is... Um, Destiny Bond is a great, great move, especially in Pokemon with Prankster. It becomes very difficult to handle. Um, Will-O-Wisp, um, making that Prankster burn ability is fantastic, especially if um, your, Pokemon, your your team tends to be to not do very well against uh, f- other physical attackers. Putting the burn on, on a threat is great. So Destiny Bond, Will-O-Wisp, uh, Sucker Punch... And Taunt is going to be my suggestion. So you get Sucker Punch, so you get the ability to, excuse me, you get the ability to make use of that attack stat while keeping that sort of, it's always going to go first thing because Sucker Punch has increased priority. So um, you don't need to worry about speed because that's the other thing is a Pokemon with a 165 attack is great, but not when it only has 75 speed and honestly pretty bad defenses. Um, so you're pretty much only going to be able to get an attack off if it's increased priority like Sucker Punch. So that's the moveset I recommend with uh, 252 HP and attack EVs, and then you can stick the other four wherever you want. Did I say HP and attack for 252? Because that's what I meant. Yeah, that's Uh, what you said. And then just an adamant nature is going to be good. Really, really hard Pokemon to build for because it's so weird. I... Have I talked about how much I love the design for Mega Banat, like visually? Yeah, it's really, really cool. Because Banat, the the base form, is a Pokemon that's a great concept, but I don't think visually it's executed that well because it's just kind of a gray thing with a zipper for a mouth and it's sort of bland. But Mega Banat embraces the Kingdom Hearts 2 fan art <laughs> inherent within a Pokemon that has zippers as a base design uh, element. So I think Mega Banat looks really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, if you get a uh, shiny Banat, it is uh, more of a blue, blue silver than a gray black. And uh, some trivia here Mega, ban- Mega Banat has the highest attack base stat of all ghost type Pokemon. And uh, Mega Banette is also the lightest Mega Evolution at hmm. 28.7 pounds. Um, and oddly enough, Banette can be seen parallel to Dusclops. Both Generation 3 Pokemon are Ghost-type Pokemon that evolve from their pre-evolutions at 37. Both have the same base stat total. Wild Banette are exclusive to Sapphire, while Dusclops is exclusive to Ruby. And I think the difference there is uh, Dusclops got Dust Noir in Gen 4, and Mega Banette showed up in Gen 6. So that's kind of where the differences separate. Um, uh, but yeah, Banette, Banette is a cool Pokemon. Doesn't get a lot of love. Because it's just so hard to make work. Because it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it is really weird. 
Well, there you go. That's uh, that's our show for you guys. Uh, my apologies in advance if um, next week's episode, which is being recorded tomorrow, is doesn't have a lot of news or anything like that. But uh, you got to deal with it because uh, Pokemon Company ain't giving me anything to work with. <sighs> Travis, where can they find you? <laughs> Twitter.com slash the Travis W. Awesome. Cool. If you like the sound of my voice, which I know... Well, maybe some the of you movie? do. Be... The movie about the time travel cult, The Sound of My Voice? Yes. Great movie, by the way. Uh, I, w- I would assume a lot of our listeners do, since they continue on listening, unless they listen to um, Hold a Grudge Against Me, which... In the I end, actually, I'm... you don't know this, but Steve, but I actually make a cut version of the show that just takes out everything you say. Um, I'm, I'm sure that's a better listen. And that's why the show is popular, because people are listening to that, and it I have the the downloads rerouted to your analytics. <laughs> That's not a thing you can do. Uh, uh, it'd pro- probably be a popular show. <laughs> uh, I run another podcast. That's where I was going. I run a board gaming podcast. If you like tabletop and or board games, uh, that podcast is called The Tuesday Night Podcast. Night spelled with a K. Uh, but if you search for Tuesday Night like night with an N it still pops up with my podcast. I did test. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, it's like fourth or fifth in the list. So you still see it right away. Um, so there you go. I run another podcast. It's a half hour long, comes out Tuesday nights and yeah, you can find me there. Uh, if, if you want to find my Twitter, it is at dragging a lake. If you want to follow the podcast, Twitter, it is at Pokemon podcast. Uh, that's going to be the best place to catch up on news or episodes or anything like that. And then finally, if you want to help the show out, if you want to support the show, uh, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, leave us a five-star review. Leave us a one-star review. Uh, I don't care. I would prefer the five stars. But your feedback is important to us, and I do read every single review that comes in. Uh, and uh would really, really like the podcast to get to 500 reviews by the end of the year. We are at 473 so we are almost there. If you haven't done so, please, please, please jump over to iTunes. Leave us a review. It not only helps us out, but it helps other people find the show easier. So I would much appreciate that uh, in the in the mix of the ever upcoming amount of Pokemon podcasts that have flooded iTunes. Huh. Not that I'm worried. We're very popular. So. But I, I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh- <laughs> Watch out, Steve. <laughs> We're a popular show. I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. (laughs) Uh, This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Boom, boom, boom.